instant reactions and opinions on the Matt Breeder signing. We answer your fan questions. So let's get into it. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. Bills news with a UK twist. Alex is joining me, Matt, as always. And Alex, how are you feeling? You really could tell during the intro that I'm excited to do another mock draft, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I mean, with the last few weeks and free agency, it's now into the more fun period of, uh, of mock drafts because the signings even being on minimum, uh, minimum vet deals, one-year deals, means uh, for, for us, it's going to be exciting to see what way Bean goes because he could in any direction he could even throw us a curveball there yeah. i mean we'll just talk about briefly you got the trade to have that dolphins did yesterday yeah yeah I mean, yeah so i'm so like with that i'm wondering like you mentioned curveball does does bean feel any pressure by miami to be like all right if these guys are nipping at our heels do we need to do something aggressive to stay ahead of them um <clears throat> That might be a reach. I'm feeling like we're very confident in our team and we don't really care what anybody else in the AFC East does. So, mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't think, expect him to make a, you know, a reaction to that. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I can understand, I can understand San Francisco moving up um, to do that because um, I, I believe it's going to go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. That's You're going to have weird. Lawrence. San Francisco won with Garoppolo. I don't think he holds them back. I don't know, but why else would you actually go up from um, from twelfth to um, to third and give up that much capital? You're going to give up for a tight end. You're going to give up for no, a wide receiver. They, have they could have taken a they could have had a wide receiver where they were drafting originally. Maybe. Maybe they're after um, Penai Sewell, the um, the tackle out That's of. That's what um, I was going to say, probably. But the good news is we don't really need to give a shit what the. Yeah. Did, so, it's but, all about what the Dolphins did. Now they have first round picks out the ass. Um, yeah. But it, they got to draft well, and who knows, right? But you know, focusing you know on on the Bills, you know, uh, reaction to that, it's mm. probably nothing. I think that, you know, when you look at what Bean can do with 30 based off of the Obata and Breda signing, it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Those are both depth pieces. Uh, mm. We'll talk about Breda in a minute, but with what the draft can do, I think it's still probably barring quarterback, wide receiver, and safety, it's best player available. Yeah, I think... I think if anything, I my opinion is that they're targeting. They're going to target a, call, a cornerback. If they yeah. did, if they won, you'd be you'd be re-signing. Um, you'd be potentially re-signing Josh Norman. You'll be potentially going out after these free agent um, cornerbacks. I still yeah. think there's quite a load um, still out there. I think Xavier Rhodes is still out there, and a few others. 
um, that are kicking around. So I'm having a feeling that this pick 30, if they're not going to trade up or down, they're going there for their first pick, whichever round they're going to go for cornerback. That's my, that's start my opinion. Yeah. Um, it would be the position that probably needs attention the most. I mean, at the beginning of this, we thought maybe O-line because they couldn't run block, but now everyone's back. So now it really falls on the coaches, but hmm. you know, uh, the biggest reactionary <coughs> thing that we could talk about though, is the Matt Breda signing. And mm-hmm. when it first came out, I hated it because I was like, oh shit, now they're going to cut Christian Wade. He can't make the roster with these three guys ahead of him. Now, though, we did learn, I don't know if anybody else really saw this, but the NFL Pathway program has been extended to a third year for players in Christian Wade's you know, class. So he will, uh, if they don't bring him up, remain on the practice squad safe for another year so more Christian Wade is great. Well, hopefully, hopefully with this, it is great because it will actually um, that most more than likely will keep him on the team. Yeah. Um, they get that extra spot on there. And it but means I think our intro for another season. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna keep on there. We might, we might even get FA on there, on yeah. there, get both of them to do it together. That'd be even better. Um, but no, I think I think now we're potentially the way obviously the vaccinations are going in in America. I think they're just doing starting doing masses on there. We're probably now going to see a bit more training camp on there, where it's actually going to be a lot less um, obviously still structured, but actually a bit more involved and maybe have a few preseason yeah. games that. Yeah, the likes of Christian and all these guys on the lower um, lower part of the um, depth chart would actually get a chance to actually um, to shine in there. And I think I think he could. He is he is going to be fighting out. We'll, don't, we'll have to check in with him and see how he's doing. If he's done more on the um, punt and kicks, because I think that's where they're going to get that's, him to start that's with. It's going to be McKenzie, though, isn't it? Could be McKenzie. I mean, they've signed. Um, they signed. What's they signed a new guy yesterday? Um, oh, right. Brandon Powell. Yeah. From um he from the Lions, that. or no, he was with the Falcons. Yeah. Originally signed from the Lions, mm-hmm. um, as a UDFA. He's the kick returner as well. They they're after they're looking at another guy from from the Spring League, um, Matthew something or other. Um, about this. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's a kick returner, and they're going after a running back that can do kick returning. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the one position that's going to be an interesting one. At um, going to be the camp battle. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that came to mind immediately when we signed Breda right. is that everyone we sign in free agency could still get cut on yeah. cut day. Hmm. I don't think that Breda is a lock for this roster. Um, I I understand what he brings to the table and everyone's Mm -hmm. excited about his speed and maybe just Miami didn't know what the hell they were doing with him last year. Maybe he was hurt. I don't know what happened last year, but he was completely underutilized. We're talking played in 12 games, but only had 59 carries and he had uh, nine catches, 96 yards. So Really didn't get a lot of game action last year. But then you what, look at what, what he did. What you see us doing with him? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go back, look at what he did. His best season was 2018, where he had 814 yards with San Francisco. 
but only 27 catches still. So he wasn't really that, you know, Alvin Kamara type guy. I don't think that's the offense that we run, honestly. So if we get a running back that's good at catches, I don't think there's going to be a lot of that. Um, you know, what do you think about Breda? I think they're getting him for the speed. I think it's the speed element on there. I mean, Singletary and Moss uh, are not your speedy, speedy sure. running backs. Mm-hmm. They're more of your, they'll, they'll well, in Moss's case, track, track, a, tra- a wrecking ball type player. Singletary is elusive, but doesn't have that break, break away the speed. speed yeah. On there, but we can you could see there. What was it in his 83 yard run when he was in the when he was for playing with the 49ers? Mm-hmm. He actually um, got up to 22 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And you see some of the videos where he actually runs. They've actually set it up. They blocked the po- they blocked it up from the um, from right right tackle onwards, and you just see him actually see that open field, and you just see the acceleration yeah. from him. Yeah. Definitely I taking think, over the TJ Yeldon role, you know? Yeah. Uh, serviceable guy to play in case of injury. Uh, mm. That might be the spot that he fills for the season. Um, but yeah, now that the pathway program is extended, I'm not, I don't hate the pick too much. You know, it's just, um, you know, you love the story of Christian Wade. You want him to make the roster. I want to see him get in games. Yeah. Uh, one more year, you know, uh, the thing about one more year though, is, is another year of him just, you know, getting older and that thing works against then you as well. It, it can work against you, but it can also work for you because yeah. Yeah. he's going to be still fresh. He's going to yeah. be, he's going to be learned, still learning. And he's going to be fresh compared to the likes of Singletary and Moss and Breeder. If we, if we keep him that they're, they're going to be, they're, they're going to enter what they're, third, fourth, second, third, fourth season. Um, on top of that, they're going to have that wear and tear. Yeah. You've got Christian coming in. If they, if he did make it, which we are all rooting him for, they can, that has that fresh legs who could go for a good say, couple of years and get that thing. I mean, look at Frank Gore. He's, he went to his 39. Frank Gore is an alien. All right. The man's made yeah. of something else. Uh, Adrian Peterson is still going. You tell me. Did Wade ever have any serious injuries in rugby? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay. No, I'm not not aware of any serious injuries that kept him out for a while. Nothing lingering either, so that's good. Um, no. You love to see, you love to root for the guy, but also we're on the cusp of a fucking Super Bowl, so I want the guys mm. in there that can do the most damage. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, this what year. What do you think Breda coming in does for Singletary? Who do you who would you rather give carries to? I would still give carries to Singletary. Yeah. I would still give it to him. I mean, this is this is the interesting part. You see people actually saying we're gonna cut or we could trade Singletary. He's coming, he's coming to the end of his he's got one more year after this year, then he's actually um will need a new contract. It'll be an undrafted it'll be um, a restricted probably free agent on there. We know that most people, unless you're the likes of Ezekiel Elliott, um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, all those guys that drafted in the first round as running backs are still on teams after their or the same team after their rookie years, rookie contract, getting that extension. You're going to think: Do you do you trade him before that and then just get younger in that position, or do you give him an extension and let him carry on? Hmm. That's that's the one thing that really 
people are like taking into mind here. Because I mean, you could you could draft a running back in this class to be a heir apparent to Singletary if they don't extend him after that fourth um, fourth year. Well, you can really but, see what the Bills are doing at running back. It's definitely not going to be like you said. It's not an Ezekiel Elliott kind of bell cow thing. Hmm. This definitely is running back by committee, fresh legs. I hope that that, you know, I'm always against that because game flow matters and getting in a groove matters, um, but also fresh legs do. It's a coaching decision that I wouldn't want to be making. No, exactly. I I mean, military last year, uh, not as bad as people really feel, Uh, you know, 687 yards, um, you know, uh, pro football references uh, valuation gave him an eight where they gave Matt Breda in his best year, a six. So Singletary does, I think, rank a little bit higher than Breda. It's probably Moss, Singletary, Breda, in terms of how they're going to go into the uh, season. But yeah, uh, really nothing that we need to spend 20 minutes talking about, you know, running back, you know. Last thing to point, I mean, you you brought it up early on there that he may – Breeder maybe not be on the thing. I mean, at the moment, I think the roster stands at 67 or 67 players on the roster. They they have they can get 91 players in for um for camp. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at another 20, 24, 25 players between now and camp. That Minus what in. seven? We have seven draft picks. We have seven draft picks. So if you're looking at if we're taking at 67, you're at what 70, 74. And then you've got another 10, 12, 16, 17 other spots available to bring guys in. And obviously people are going to be cut. People are going to be um, released. There's still going to be free agents out there. That yeah, there might be some more money. cuts. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time we're probably going to go into the training camp with probably loads of undrafted free agents that could make a roster. But... Oh, I really That's, feel like the roster's kind of solid. I mean, yeah. where where yeah, do you I mean, feel there's room at depth? I mean, O-line, obviously, wide receiver is pretty set. You know, linebacker depth, special teams players, you know, uh, defensive most, is pretty set, you know. there's a Most little, of the lower guys and the undrafted are going to be probably picked mainly for their special teams. Yeah, for sure. But it's going to be, you know, guys in the secondary, mm. the O-line guys, Um yeah. nothing that you know is is going to be like oh let's watch a youtube video about who the fifth offensive line you know the fifth bench offensive lineman is going to be yeah uh, who's going to be the gunner you know uh taiwan jones but anyway um what else do we have after the splash Breda signing we have fan questions oh good and you we also that. have a couple of fan mocks so fans have okay. sent in um, a couple of mocks as well that mm-hmm. I'm going to read out as well. But I'm going to start with the um, I'm going to start with the questions. The first one we've touched on it a little bit more, a little bit already. But it's Jamie Mc McAndrew from Twitter. Goes, is it the right time to move Christian Way to the 53 man roster to play special teams as a return guy? I think we've covered that a little bit, mm-hmm. obviously with the third option. But would you? Would you give him to to be put him up now, or do you stash him for another year and then next year be the make or break? For a player who hasn't played football in his life, 
The more seasoning, the better. Absolutely. Um, I don't question at all his work ethic. He's mm-hmm. done everything he needs to be as ready as he possibly can today. So with that being said, you know, I love the idea of his, of him as a returner. I think that's the, his, would be his best fit. How, cause you know, at running back, you have pass protection, you know, you just have yeah. a lot more responsibility and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I love him. I hope he makes the roster. I just think that him for what his skill set is, he's at a disadvantage because of his experience uh, and be, and, you know, just the depth of availability of players at his position. Um, if we didn't sign McKenzie, I think there's a straighter path. Um, yeah. Wade's going to need to shock and awe or get lucky to make the 53 man roster. Chris Spencer, good old Chris from, from Facebook. You might not, you may be able to answer this. If you've got the, uh, if you've got the knowledge and you do be doing your scouting, uh, it goes, what are your favorite mid to late round interior O-line prospects with yeah, more restructure and the Feliciano um, contract? It doesn't really indicate long-term starter appeal. First of all, what's, what's your opinion on that? And um, is there any prospects that you've actually been looking at? No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> if we drafted offensive linemen in the fifth round, I am not going to have an opinion on is that a good pick or not. Okay, that's you know, fair enough. And I don't think anybody, all right, and this is the thing about the draft that we all need to remember. How many players in the first round are going to make it? True. Okay. You know, and then it just gets worse and harder and harder the lower you go. Um, whomever we take, if it's an interior offensive lineman at the bottom of the draft, you know, they might have the hands but not the feet. They might have, you know, the quickness but they don't have the, the, you know, the knowledge. Whoever we draft, you know, I know that Bean did his homework and I know mm-hmm. that the coaching staff is going to do the best they can with him. You could have got like Wyatt Teller, you know, he only clicked when he went to another team. You know, we saw him as someone that we could let go. And then he was pro football reference, pro football, uh, was it pro football focuses top graded offensive lineman last year. Yeah. You know? So who the hell knows, you know, it comes down to the man and how hard he can work and what his individual mm-hmm. talents are. And to see that from college tape is so hard <coughs> because, you know, the way college offenses are, compl- are run completely differently, the way college coaches, you know, there's a reason they're in college, not the NFL. So, you know, no matter who you can name, who the hell knows, right? <laughs> and that's why you well, know we talk about mock drafts they're fun because we can say i like this guy because and then you know people get attached to that but at the end of the yeah. day he can come in and be a complete dud you know people you know yeah. we love we loved aaron maben for his speed and agility right dud yeah and then if we're talking think... late rounds you know who knows right but i mean you got <laughs> you got names right I've got names. I've got um, obviously everyone. Everyone probably really kn- knows about his story and, and about him is um, Quinn Menares of um, Wisconsin Whitewater Division Three school. No game, didn't play at all in two thousand because of the uh, two thousand twenty. Sorry, not two thousand. He probably was not alive in two thousand. 
if she was, it was probably just a baby, um, in 2020, obviously due to COVID. So he's gone on based on what he's done in 2019, 2018 on there. But he came in to the, to the senior bowl and actually lit it up in one-on-one drills, especially working at, um, at guard against some of the power five guys and how, holding his own. And he has the ability to, to step into centre. So you have a guy, you draft him, you get him work as a guard and have him as almost your Feliciano um, replacement as your swing centre and guard. He's one guy that I really like. And also another one is, um, is Aaron Banks. He's a um, guard out of Notre Dame, 6'5", 325. He, he plays as a guard in the Irish's... Um, spread offense so has experience in zone and power running concepts and very good on the um on the pass protection side so you've got a guy who can come in if needs be is familiar with how buffalo run the um run the run the system when they have four outs and and all that and be able to get um to get players up to running get the likes of singletary and um and uh, Zach Moss, that's the one. Why did I just forget his freaking name? I was just going to say, I wanted to see how you could get yourself out of that. Without just bloody just talking about him. But yeah, no, he can He can really be that guy that could open it up. Okay, I mean, well, give me some information. I'm looking at a mock draft here that has us in the third round going with Ben Cleveland out of Georgia. Ben Cleveland out of Georgia, okay. Let me just get my notes. Where have my notes are gone? My notes have disappeared. Oh, it's not a good sign. Uh, it's come out of here. Ben Cleveland, Ben Cleveland. Georgia, he he does have the nasty interior um, lineman work. So he's a pretty, he, he has the aggressiveness of um, Feliciano. Yeah. Um, he's got solid technique and hand placement. Although he is a bit, um, he does have a bit of inconsistency with his hand techniques and his balance. He can keep his feet underneath him and keep himself upright, but he's not the most agile. Okay. He's physical and a tough and does a very good job of finishing, um, finishing plays and finishing his, um, his reps. Mm-hmm. So he's someone that can be developed quite well that's, that's what you that's what you're going to get from a third round draft pick you know i mean yeah the, the best thing when we talk about drafts now and i've said this and i this is i'll you know i'm dying on this hill i've said this a billion <laughs> times whoever we draft doesn't need to play right now and this yeah. is such a great thing to have we have a roster of guys who can go to the super bowl we're not you know oh when we get this one guy you know it comes down to who we have here, the coaches, the players, they're ready. They're, they're you know, nobody's going to come in and steal their job. That's how good of a mm. roster we have currently. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, the next any question. Any guy that you say is a project, I'll say go ahead. Because, you know, yeah. if our coaching, st- you know, Allen, raw, talented, needs polish, you know, that's, you know, what we can afford to do now because we have a finished roster. So bring in guys like that and let's refine them. Mm. Yeah. The next question is, um, it's two. It's two questions about the same topic, 
but different aspects of it. One is from Mark Salem on via Facebook is, do we need to draft a running back at any point during this draft? And the other one is, um, is from our good friend, Anthony Mourinho, who has said, what's your thoughts on running back at 30? I don't think that second question was a <laughs> question. Um, <clears throat> if you could bring in a running back to for a competition, then that's fine. You know, I mean, Stasher, a sixth round running back is not going to get plucked off our practice squad. So it's okay to use a draft pick on him. You know, if someone, mm-hmm. you know, personality issues, if someone had an injury that they're getting over, um, if, if someone's there that we draft at five or, you know, six, I'm not going to scratch my head at it because what you're looking at in, you know, f- four, but definitely five, six, seven is there's something to this player that we think we could bring out. So yeah. at any position, I don't, I'm not going to complain. So if it's running back in the late rounds, on day, you know, three, do it and let's see what our coaching staff can do with this guy. Let's see what this guy has inside of him to become a Stevie Johnson. You know, I think I think with with a late round, um, a late round running back, if you get him in fifth and sixth, you can probably some of them. And I know one of them is Shane Smith, I believe it's his name, um, out of Michigan. He's a reliable in the pass in the pass game as well. So he's that flexibility. If you can get guys that low who can actually be who can actually go out on screen pass and and all that as well as run, there's your development guy to bring in to actually then have a work, have a look at Breeder. If you like him, if he's got the speed of Breeder, bring him in. Let him have let him have a competition because you've got a guy coming in that you can develop that has two different sets of skills, who's good in both sort of games, come in, he's got a lot to prove if he's a seventh round or even undrafted and, um, and prove it. I mean, look at James Robinson for the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones came in. for the Packers. Well, I mean, yeah. let's have fun with it. Let's just take Jared Patterson in you know, the fifth or sixth if he's there, you know? But what's, what's your... Okay, I, you know my view. I'm going to probably say it again on there. What is your view about 30 and running back? I know Anthony really, really, really loves the idea of taking a um, running back at 30. It's just not what should happen. It's Look at all the running backs that were drafted in the first round over the last 10 years and tell me which of them has really been worth it for their team. Christian McCaffrey, sure, He's injured now. Let's see how he can rebound. Saquon Barkley, completely pointless of a pick. If he can play, then that's great. But that position is takes the most punishment <coughs> due to the game flow and the size of these players. Okay. To use a valuable first-round pick on such a damaging position there's just no value. There's no worth there. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, what I will say is that for, obviously for, for you and other people that actually, um, that don't think running back at 30 makes and sense. And we have running backs now. I know. I know. We don't need to get another one. I know. If but... you draft a running back now with 30, then we just wasted two years of third round picks 
that we could have had on, you know, let's look, let's go back and look at who else we could have had if we didn't take Moss or Singletary. And then if we draft a running back again, it's just like, what the, you know, stop yeah. investing so much into a position where we have one of the best passing offenses in the league. Let's do something to make that better, or let's do something to make the defense better. Let's not invest in a position that's not important to our team's success. Okay. Now I'm got you know Anthony, Anthony, if you're listening to this, if you want to come back on and argue with Alex on that one, I look forward to that. I look forward to ringing the bell on that. But no, for, for people that actually um, think it's not, I would say I listened to it um, yesterday. It's Locked On Bills, um, Joe Marino. Um, he had um, uh, Mark Louis, Mark, Mark, is it? Oh, I can't remember his name. Louis, Louis Jean. Louis Jean um, King? I know no. what you're talking about. I'm not going to Marcel, Marcel, um, Marcel Luigi um, on the show talking about, and he's an advocate, a big advocate of taking, especially Etienne at number 30. The fact that we got that window, we've got that Super Bowl window. Let's take it. I mean, look at the Chiefs last year. They took our Edward Hilaire. They got, they, they're in that window where they can do it. We've got, we've got respect. He wasn't valuable to them. Well, no, when he got injured, he beat he us. He beat us. He was he was average the rest of the season. He didn't help them okay. win a Super Bowl. Because they didn't. All right. Look at the Bucks won the Super Bowl because of a passing game and a defense. Early the year before, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl because of a passing game and defense. That's how you win a Super Bowl. If you okay. want to fix your offensive, if you want to fix your running game, it's scheme, coaching, and offensive line skill. Okay, okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you, you had you you you, you, made, you got your point there on there. I mean, look, Trent, said, Richardson, okay, Trent Richardson had all the talent in the world, right? Then he went to a team that didn't have an offensive line, and he couldn't do shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I mean, obviously, do I? Uh, obviously, I'm not going to change your opinion on um of the running back of thirty on there. Look at the Colts. They oh, they had. Us. Yeah, they had Taylor. Got, okay, he got Taylor's second round. But T- Taylor's not a special talent. Okay, he's a good running back, but he's not special. Their offensive line, it's a unit. Mm. A running game is a unit. And you don't fix that with a running back. You fix that with offensive line, scheme, coaching, and then the running back. It's like the fourth most important thing in terms of a running game is the running back. I'm done ranting now. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I'm done, I'm done. Ask the next question. Okay, but take no, if anybody... I'm just going to take a breath. Ask the next question. <laughs> Okay, it's from Paul Howard um, via Twitter. With the team being stacked, and it's not looking like all six or seven rookies are going to make the roster, as well as all the undrafted guys and lower bet guys that we bring in, what are your thoughts on potentially trading up in round? Not just the first round, but like packaging your fifth, sixth, and seventh and moving up, say, from the fifth to the fourth or from fifth into into three or anything like that. What are your views on that? 
Brendan Bean has his own board, all right? He's got his own rankings, and if he has a guy that he wants at three and he knows that other teams have that same need, he'll go and do it. You got to think about what positions are we shallow at slash old at? Offensive Hmm. line, uh, safety-ish maybe. Um, Yeah, uh, definitely shallow cornerback. So if, and this is the great thing, it's, it's, he has, he's got his eye on guys. I mean, we look at, we watched the, um, the embedded series. They were pumped to get Cody Ford. You know, they, they, they needed to get Cody Ford. And I imagine there's guys in this draft that Bean needs. So the best thing is, you know, if, if we get two guys out of these seven picks, we're happy because we have such a good roster. So if yeah. we need to package tra- deals to move up, I don't care about getting seven picks. I care about getting quality players. So I'm not going to say that I have my own targets or we should definitely get another third. We should definitely get another second. I'm saying mm. that Bean has is known for this. So get ready for some fireworks on draft weekend. Well, we know he likes he does like the the trade up more than yeah. anything. You saw him how we yeah. he actually aggressively traded up to get Cody Ford. He's done his trade ups during the um before the draft for Allen and Edmonds on there, um, and a couple others on there. So it's not he cares about realms. quality, not quantity. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I would but, expect it completely. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be too disappointed if. We actually, um, if we finished the draft after round four, if he, he put his capital up and had the four and four picks or got the four rounds in and we got a starter or good quality depth in one of those four rounds and we forgo the fifth to seventh round, I will be, um, I will be uh, happy with that. Good. I'm glad that you'd be happy with that. You know, I'm just looking at mock drafts and, available guys and i want to try and put together a package to get up and get certain honestly i mean when you look at what i mean at the beginning of the show i talked about you know we're all right we can do anything at 30 Mm -hmm. but if you really want to propel this roster i think you you know go get a guy that makes you better immediately after the draft i don't think if we stay at 30 i don't think we're immediately better after the draft i think we get a guy who we have to work with yeah oh yeah definitely up and get patrick certain the second then we're immediately better after the draft that's what i want to see i mean to be honest if he if he he'd probably be long gone by the time if we trade up depending on how far he actually um, we're willing to trade up but jc horn is probably the um the cornerback next one after that yeah no i have him as i have him higher have, yeah, really, yeah yeah both of them come from um players that actually um from fathers who actually play in the nfl obviously yeah. jc horn joe horn was his dad yeah wide receiver so he he played a bit of wide receiver before coming back into um before going into cornerback and he's the he's six one two hundred and five pounds so ran a four a low, a high four three, low four four mm. in there, and can play both man and zone. 
So we've got someone that we can actually give have two islands with him and White okay. on there. Well, I mean, if that's the case, if that's moving up to 20 then for Horn, then you kind of can mm. me so I can play that. I mean, he's only like 20, JC Horn. So yeah. you got you you got you got years left. You know, you got yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have five years. You have five years. It'll be twenty, it'll be twenty-four before you give him a contract extension or even put in his um, fifth year on there. Mm -hmm. So you've got four years of him developing even more on his rookie deal that you can start building blocks around him. You've got Trey White on the other side. Yes, that now and that defense gets that a little bit better for at least a couple of years until Mm -hmm. they decide to until Hyde and Poyer start their their decline if they ever are going to decline, which to be honest, I don't see. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to eventually. <laughs> but let's put that challenge up there. We'll put it on Twitter. See your drafts with the trade up. Give the trade up, yeah. On next week's show, we've got um, Simon Carroll from the Touchdown UK um, website who's going to come on, who's a draft guy. Great. We'll put some of those. If you get those in, trade ups and all that to him and we're also going to talk to him about potential bills picks and what they do at specific um specific points so have you got anything else to add before we uh before we sign off no i'm good i'm good i i i'm gonna i think i'm gonna start really diving into looking at guys now awesome <laughs> glad about that yeah i'm going i'm starting i'm now going back into the lower depth i'm going into fourth to seventh round territories yeah. now all right that's where we're going to need to be. That's where you can find the um, the hidden gems on there. But yeah, so keep following us. Keep um, liking, subscribing. Um, hit the uh, give us a review. Review us. Review the podcast for us. Go on iTunes, wherever you can review. Review us. Subscribe at UK underscore Bills on Twitter at WBB underscore Podcast on Twitter. Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook and on YouTube. And for Alex, this is Matt saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening. And yes, go Buffalo. Go Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.